You're now listening to March, the Godly Woman Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Marked the Podcast. Guys, today, this episode that you're listening to is the season finale. The end of (laughs) season four. It has been a journey, but we have made it to the end. Yes. God is good. You guys are awesome. Thank y'all for your support. When you said that, it reminded me of Caleb Gordon's song, God Good. Am I Money Good? Oh, Oh, you are. He said money or he said family. I, I really don't know words to songs. Like I just be saying what I think <laughs> is best. <laughs> what I wanted to go there, right? So but like, I'm like, oh, that's what you say right there. Okay, so I, next time I'll say that. But I'm super excited for our finale. Yes, and we have a very nice topic. I feel today. <laughs> but also, as you guys know, we are having an event on June 10th. 6 p.m. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Check out our social media for more info coming soon. Well, by the time y'all hear it, it'll be yeah out there prayerfully. prayerfully. Yes, we want to see you guys there. And if y'all are coming, DM us. Let us know what y'all wearing. Like, what colors y'all trying to give? Like, y'all give, y'all giving summer or like neutrals? What we doing? Let me know some. But yes, I cannot wait to see you guys there. And yes, we're gonna have a great time. time. So whenever we talked about this topic, it kind of made me a little emotional because like understanding that God is literally just always working on my behalf was just kind of like mind blowing because it's like he loves me that much and he cares about my life so much that he's constantly working things out for my favor in my favor. Mm -hmm. And so the main thing that we're going to talk about today is God is your everything or God being your everything. And so with that, it kind of reminded me of like, you know how you have your, your little relationship with somebody like a boy, you know, and, <laughs> <Why> are you, <laughs> and, like ill, and you, like ill guys are, I mean, boys are never mind men rather. But anyways, you know how you be in your little relationship and you be like, you might everything. Oh yeah. Like when you said that, like that's the first thing I thought about. <laughs> Because, okay, so the topic came about when I was listening to um, Ty Tribute. His, mm-hmm. Is it a new album? Or, like, not really it's, new. It's still kind of new. Yeah. And he, um, it was like a live recording of the song. It's My Everything, right? Yeah. I love it. And I was just like, wow, we got to talk about that. But, yeah, I'm sorry. But, no, yes. Relationship. Relationships. <laughs> and you know how, like, you're in that, in that time when you're with that person, you're like, they really mean a lot to me. And so... Just thinking about that in terms of like just with God, it's like God literally means everything to me. Mm. And, you know, when you think about it that way, it's like you cherish the time that you spend with God even more because yeah. you just, you see him as just like this. You, well, you have a, a, a deep reverence for him and for who he is. And you just view him as just so just everything, everything. I like how you kind of like correlated the two because. That's that's really that's really funny though because when you're in a relationship, you're like, okay, you know, they're my everything. They mean the world to me. But it's like, imagine if you had God in that position, right. and you like you kept him there. Like it wasn't just like for a season where God was like, oh, you know, he's my everything. But like you kept him in that, like on his throne where he should be. Because when we get in relationships, or we just have like a lot going on in life, that kind of becomes our everything, whatever it mm-hmm. is. And like, imagine if God was just always there, like always in first place in your life that he will really really be your everything 
But that is really good. But I think, I don't want to go about this. Okay, people often say like, you know, keep God first. And okay, I don't want to say it makes me cringe, but I just don't like it when they just throw it out there. Mm-hmm. It's like, keep God first and everything. And it's just God like, first. what does that mean? Like God first. And it's like, okay, you're saying that, but like, how can, how can I look at your life and see that? Mm, that's good. I was listening to um Tim Ross and he was talking about like the fruit inspection because as believers, we should bear fruit. Like the way we live, the way we speak, the way we act, it should be evident in the fruit that we bear. So if we don't, if we don't see that evidence in your life. How do we know that God is your everything? How do we know that God is first in your life? So for me personally, in order for me to keep God like as my number one priority, I think it's important to shift my focus off of like me trying to do everything or me, you know how like we try to, we try to, I guess, make ourselves like the main character, like the center of attention, but it's like, you have to shift the focus off of you being the main character and let him be center stage. Like let him get the spotlight, let him get the glory, let him get the shine. So like that really helps me like keep him first, like keep him as my everything. Because if I don't, I'll try to do things on my own. And it's when all the pressure comes. That's when all the worry comes and the stress. But when you keep him like at the center, it's like all of that just kind of goes away. Because like he's my everything. God is working this out on my behalf. Like that's it. That's it's done. And while we are talking about this topic, it really reminds me of David. And right now I'm reading Chronicles and seeing how... Well, after David had um, got the Ark of God and placed it in a special tent that he had built, he was praising God. He wrote a song of praise. And that reminds me of just how David was always super devoted to God. And he was always going to him when they were about to be in battle, when they were just really just about everything. everything. Like he was a, a man after God's own heart. And so even like when we read Psalms, it's kind of our reminder to read them in a, like with a heart posture of thanksgiving towards God. And just knowing that David is like the example of literally showing God love and like showing that like God is like my everything. Right. right yeah, exactly. Basically. Well, that kind of reminds me of this because I'm reading first Samuel right now and y'all know Saul was just, oh, we just saw the rise and the fall. Okay. But there's this part in the in the um book where he's about to go into battle, right? And like he's about to go fight, and he's like, he asks. Well, he doesn't ask. He just like says, like you know, we're gonna go out here, we're gonna fight, and we're gonna just slay all of them all night long. And then the priests are like, shouldn't we ask God first? And like you see, like here Saul's king, and it's obvious that his heart isn't as devoted as David's was like you can see the difference where when God is your everything like your first response is let me pray let me go to him first how David was like he literally is writing psalms to God and Saul was like like God was an afterthought for him it was like like the priest had to remind him like like shouldn't we pray before we go into battle like you saying do this but you, you're trying to lead us out here but shouldn't our first response be ask him first if God is our everything shouldn't that be like our our first instinct to pray. And I remember reading some commentary on the scripture and it was saying how God should never be treated as an afterthought or a last resort because he's too great of a God. So like, even when we talk about the topic of like God being our everything, if he's really our everything, like why do we often treat him like as a plan B or I'm going to go to God when I can't 
get this to happen how I want it to. And I think mainly it's because we feel that it, when, when everything is going good, it's like, okay, God, you know, I got it from here. Like, you know, thank you. I got it under control. <laughs> but, you know, now I have it. And then when you when you go, like, under that, that mindset for so long and you just, things start falling apart and you're like, God, well, I need you I need again. your help now, God. But what it's, gonna do? it's just like, <laughs> if you would have went to him first, imagine how different things would be. Right. And not just abandoning him whenever things just get really good. But just staying consistent in talking to him and just going to him for every and anything. And I have a scripture um, from Colossians. It's from Colossians 2 and 6. And it talks about, I'm just going to read the whole thing. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So whenever we learn to be devoted to Christ and we continue to live our lives following um his example we'll learn to be rooted and built up in the word and so whenever we face just tough times trials tribulations he'll be our strength because Mm -hmm. we are rooted we're built up in him he's our foundation so whenever things start to get a little shaky it's like well god i'm depending on you (laughs) because you you're my everything (laughs) you're my everything (laughs) but uh like also, like as I was studying this, I came upon this question from an article, and um, they were you know talking about how like God should be out everything. And towards the end, they asked, "Who is God to you?" Like once you like when you ask yourself that question, it kind of just makes you like you kind of always come back to the fact that like God is literally my everything. Because it was like a list of like names, like you know he you know he's my savior, he's Jehovah. He's my provider, like, you know, all these names. And I think when you just sit and think about like, who is God to me? He's, you know, he's my keeper. He's my provider. He made a way for me. Like when you just sit and think about that, it's like, wow, like God is literally everything. Like I am nothing without him. So I don't know, like maybe I think whenever you, not I think, but I know when you just sit down and you, you're like, who is God really to me? Like, is he truly my everything? Like, in this season, is he on the throne? Like, is he my priority or is he number one in my life? That's good. And also, you were talking about that. It reminded me of um, how we had an episode about love. And we talked about, like, we love because God first loved us. And it was another scripture in there. that It was, like, our main scripture we were talking about. But I cannot think of it. Love covers multitude of sins. That's what I was saying about too, but it's not. It was an. It's another one from I think Corinthians. But anyway, love is patient. Love is kind. kind. Love is not both. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> okay. But anyway, it just reminded me of like, like we love because he loved us first. Like mm-hmm. God is God is love, and so whenever we think about him being our everything, it kind of just kind of gives that aspect of how we should love others, kind of like how he loves us. Mm-hmm. because he cares about us so deeply that he literally is working everything out. We don't yeah. even see it. He's just doing things. Mm-hmm. Grace. Favor. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. So that just, it just kind of popped up in my head how we should love mm-hmm. others the way that he loves us. The way that he loves us. Yeah, Not, because, yeah. yeah, that's good because I think if he is your everything, like that should show, like we talked about earlier, that should show in every every in every area of your life. Like how you treat people, how you treat yourself. 
And I had a devotional this week. It was about um, love. And it was the title was Lovable. I hadn't heard that word, that word in so long. I was like, Lovable? You're lovable. <laughs> it's like... And they kind of started it off talking about how, like, we, we do things and we feel like we're unwanted or we can't be loved. But they, um, this, this is a really good devotion. Shout out to my friend who got me this book because the devotionals are always 10 out of 10. But later on in the devotional, it talked about how, like, God literally went on a mess of a rescue mission for each of us because he loved us that much. And it just mm-hmm. reminded me of, like, you know, my story and how I really, like, kind of just started this Christian journey, even though I was raised in church and it was just like me wanting to know God for myself and how he really had to come and get me. Even though I felt like, I don't know if I'm really, am I worth your love? Like you talking about like, you know, God loves us. We love him because he first loved us. But like for each of us, he comes and he rescues us like right where we are and he loves us. So why not make him your everything? Why would he not but we hope you guys enjoy today's episode and we pray that you guys have a productive summer, but restful. Please rest. We're going to be resting, you know, working rest. <laughs> but yeah, this has been a great season. We had a few features. Was there, was there yeah. a few or was it two? It was like a few. Like three. It was three. Yeah. Mom, Kentravious. Oh yeah. Adriana. Oh yeah, what's three? Andriana. <laughs> so we hope you guys go back and listen to those old EPs. We do have some of the features. Well, we have all the features on YouTube. Yes. So go watch those. And we'll be back soon. And put date on. five. Now put a date on. The big five. Well, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but don't forget, Mark's experience, June 10th. Okay. See you there. <laughs> But you've heard God's word. Now act accordingly. Peace and blessings.